with Valentine's Day coming, there's so many things that we think about with our little kiddos. One of those things, of course, is the sugary treats that they're going to have in school and all of the chocolate. But going a little bit deeper, what do you suppose that we do as moms and dads that help them to feel and know that they are loved? There's so many things that we do out of love, which doesn't always translate, but let's consider the things that we do. We cook their food. We wash their clothes. We make their plans. We put them to bed. We parent them by giving them rules and boundaries. We do so many things to show them love and because we love them. What is it then that creates the feeling in our children of being loved? Are you tired of repeating yourself with your children and wonder why they don't listen? Are you frustrated that your kids argue, whine, or debate with you? Are you afraid you're doing the wrong thing, but you're not sure what to do? Hey mamas, you don't need to stay overwhelmed and exhausted. My name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush, mom, grandma, and speech-language pathologist of over 25 years. In this podcast, you will find solutions to get your kids to listen better, understand the clear communication, and the boundaries that benefit kids and all while enhancing your relationships. So if you are ready to build deep, meaningful connection and create a more peaceful, productive, and happy home, listen in. Let's interrupt the way you've been parenting so that you can become the parent you want to be. It's playtime. Let's go. Listeners, I love your reviews and I read every one of them. This one is titled Powerful and gives five stars. Susie Q writes, I love how you are reminding us parents how to connect and have fun with our kiddos. Sometimes parenting can be so hard. What a great show I wish was available when my kiddos were younger. And then she's got two little hearts in there. Thank you, Susie Q, for your kind words. You can use this with your grandchildren, too. Thank you, everybody that leaves a review. I just love it. I'm so encouraged. When my children were small, sometimes they would misbehave some. And I would say they're in a naughty streak. I don't understand it the same way anymore, but that's how I understood it then. So I went to one of my friends and I said, how is it that you manage your children when they're naughty? And she looked at me. We had talked about some of the behaviors. She said, Dina Lynn, what makes your kids feel loved? So I proceeded to tell her the things that I do for my children that shows that I love them. Well, I feed them, I do them their laundry, I bring them to their different locations, I pay for their stuff. I teach them how to tie their shoes, I teach them how to build a campfire. We play hopscotch on the driveway, and, 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 and. She says, no, Dina Lynn, how do they feel loved? I said, well, I assume those things make them feel loved. She says, no, it, they don't. Well, I don't know how they feel loved. She says, go ask them. I said, just ask them? What do you mean, ask them? And she proceeded to tell me about each of her five children and how they had different experiences of what made them feel loved. And she says, now I want you to go home to each of your children and you say, what do I do that make you feel loved? So I did. And it was one of the best things I've ever done in my life in my parenting. What I learned was that each of my children have a very specific and different way that they feel loved. One of my daughters said, when you listen to me, and she was a talker. She loved chatter, 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 and sometimes that got to be long, but it made her feel loved. So I guess I felt better about listening so much, even if I occasionally tuned in and tuned out. 
my son, he said, when you feed me. Well, that didn't surprise me too much, because that boy liked to eat. He was long, and he was lean, and he couldn't seem to get enough to fill him. And he's still like that. I thought, boy, that's pretty stereotypical, but it was still true. And then I have another daughter. When I asked her, she gave me an answer that was surprising to me. She said, when you color with me. And I immediately felt guilty because she has asked me to color with her many times. And I would do a little bit and then I would leave because I didn't particularly enjoy coloring. I had no idea that it was tied to her love and her feeling of being loved. But after she told me that that specifically is what made her feel loved, and she was the one that had been acting a little naughty, then I decided, ah, her love tank is empty. I need to fill it. So we laid down on the living room carpet, and we picked up the crayons, and we started coloring together. And after about ten minutes, she closed the book, picked it up, and left. I said, hey, is that it? She goes, yep, we're done. And I was really surprised. I still didn't feel like I had done enough. That was like ten minutes. Well, what was that? But interestingly, her her naughty behaviors had subsided tremendously, which did confirm that this was a love tank issue. After that, I would be cooking in the kitchen or doing laundry or whatever it is that I'm doing, and she would walk into the room where I am with coloring book and crayons. And she would, for example, leave it on the counter in the middle of my cooking. But now I knew that this is a love tank issue. Instead of saying what I had always said, uh, don't put the book on the counter, I'm cooking here, this is where food belongs, that doesn't belong here now. Instead of doing that, I started just coloring a little bit with her. It was really surprising to me how it only took, again, five minutes, maybe ten minutes, and she'd leave with the crayons. And i just wipe off the counter and keep on going. And this would happen frequently, but in very, very short spurts. The lesson in this is that each of our children really do have a very different way that they receive love from us. And it's not the things that I think I am doing to show love. What I'm talking about is how they experience love and how they receive love. And if we can speak to them in the way that they experience and receive love, they will be much more apt to have a calmer spirit, and easier behaviors to direct. Because in those moments, your children feel seen and heard. They feel known. And in that place, they're able to cooperate so much better. That is the language that we use. It is exploratory. It is being curious about our kids, asking the questions. And here's the question again. What is it I do that makes you feel loved? On this Valentine's Day, I will encourage each of you parents to ask each of your children the same question, but do it in private so they don't copy each other. Ask them, what is it that I do that makes you feel loved? And it can be different if mom asks and if dad asks. And it certainly will be different per child. So I encourage you to have a one-on-one conversation and fulfill that experience of what it is that makes them feel loved. After I had learned this concept, I read the book Five Love Languages for Our Children. It's a great read, and it goes in depth. 
But this is the quick, little, practical, tactical thing you can do to build connection with your kiddo on this Valentine's Day. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you also feel loved in the process. Remember, mamas, when you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in a way their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me through the email found below.